0: Hi, this is Ron Darling. Uh, This is Skip Lockwood. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. Hello and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings, number 420 I think it is, and uh, we were off a week because quite honestly, not much to report, not much at all report, we still don't have a lot, but at least there's uh, a little bit of something that uh, we could put together a show, and uh, let me get my notes set up here. Uh, as you probably know, the new owner, Steve Cohen, is he the new owner? Well, he's been approved by the committee of the owners. Now it goes to the full, all of the owners to vote on whether or not they will accept his, uh, bid and membership into their, uh, old boys club, I guess you could call it. But wait, because this is the Mets, there is always, always a stumbling block and it looks like the stumbling block this time could be the moron mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio. Apparently, de Blasio, in a story, does not want Cohen to own the Mets. Yes, you've heard it right. And he can stop it. It comes before him to approve only because uh, New York City land is owned. Uh, the, the land that City field is on is owned by the uh, by the city of New York and they have to approve and there is some sort of uh, a thing that says they don't have to approve any um, anybody that's got a criminal record, any people that they don't like, essentially, there may be a way of stopping it. And his corporation, Steve Cohen's, that is, uh, some time ago, was convicted of insider trading and so this might be enough uh but let's keep in mind that Cohen was never indicted or convicted of any or charged with anything so that might be his out uh and and most lawyers have said that uh De Blasio would lose in court, so they don't even know why the holdup would take place. But still, this is a wrinkle, and it is the Mets, so you never know with that. Uh, De Blasio is a waste, a moron, a complete incompetent boob. And this is probably his... Uh, you know his chance to get in the limelight to get some publicity because he's been hammered all campaign season for his uh and all summer for this stupid handling allowing uh, people to riot in new york and uh the destruction of the economy of new york and his stupid handling of the pandemic with uh, the shutdowns and all of that and uh uh, the debts in New York City as well as New York State. Thank you, Governor Cuomo. Another uh, moronic loser that we are uh, saddled with here in New York. Two moronic losers. And, um, you know, this is just something up there. Evil handbag that they have of tricks uh, to get their name in the press. Now, his... His uh, press secretary says it's not true the story that they're just using their legal responsibility to uh, make sure that everything is all right and above board. What a load of crap. I wouldn't believe anything that comes out of de Blasio's mouth or his office. They're all a bunch of liars. And this is all for political gain, or or loss, actually. I mean, he can't run for office again. He's been uh, uh, term-limited out, de Blasio has. Uh, He was embarrassed when he... (laughs) I can't help but laugh. He actually... uh, was running for president as a Democratic candidate. I mean, you know, he's almost as bad. He may be worse than Biden, but uh, I don't know. Uh, But then again, so where does he have to go? I mean, his reputation stinks, but of course, this is New York. He could run uh, for governor or, or for senator or something and win. Because New York is so ridiculous to voters. I'd love to move. I'd love to move out of here uh, th- tomorrow. And head down to uh, uh, nice warm climes and get out of this lousy weather. And uh, head down to uh, nicer weather. But uh, so be it. You know, I could still do the show. I could do the show from anywhere. I could do it from Florida. I could do it from... Carolina, I could do it from Georgia, Texas, hey Arizona, the weather's nice, I could do it from anywhere, so, Mrs. doesn't want to leave though, that's the problem, but anyway, so de Blasio is uh, trying to make himself relevant, uh, because he's such an irrelevant uh, moron, Right now, and um, you know, he's trying to get his two cents into this, but it looks like the owners will be approving it, and it could be as early as tomorrow. So, uh, my question is if the owners approve him, then he owns the team according to Major League Baseball, I would think. And if uh, uh, de Blasio then. Says, well, we're not gonna approve the lease because we don't want him because he's a, a criminal. What happens? I mean, if 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 I'm Cohen at that point, then I say, okay, fine. Um, we're moving the team, and start. So I'd negotiate with the, uh, you know, somewhere else negotiate, you know, play out here maybe in a Duck Stadium or something. I know it's a minor league stadium, and and he would take a bath. But he wouldn't have time to do anything about it, so he'd have to find a stadium quick, I guess. I don't know what would happen at that point. Maybe he would just uh, violate the whole trade. It would just, you know, void the whole trade, I should say. Don't know. It's an interesting situation. Uh, most people think that the Blasio, the uh, the pressure will be too great. But there's two groups now. And one of the other groups is a bunch of wacko progressives that, that killed the Amazon deal. They're getting their two cents. They want to get their two cents put into this. And one of the leaders uh, of that group is a senator, state senator, Jessica Ramos. And uh, it turns out that uh, she was in favor of the A-Rod group. So this could be an all big plan to try to stop Cohen and get A-Rod in there. And they will use that whole minority ownership and all of that. Look, he didn't have the money. He got outbid. It was fair and square. But we've known a rod to cheat before, so you know maybe this is an attempt at cheating again uh by coming in a back door using politics and political ways to uh to do it but uh it, it's just a cheesy situation and a, and I hope it all falls apart on them and uh it, you know it lands in the gutter because that's where it deserves uh you know and uh and DeBlasio's a Red Sox fan, so he might have a bone to pick with the Mets anyway uh going back to 86 but again uh, according to the law he does have a right to weigh in on on a pending sale and uh you know every but he thought it would be a formality. And he would just sign off on it, but this is the Mets, and this is New York, and so we've got this uh, lingering situation to, to uh, wonder about. But it gives us something to talk about today, other than uh, the Mets' uh, pursuit of uh, JT Realmuto or Trevor Bauer or Francisco Lindor. Are you tired of the rumors already? As much as I am. I gotta say. I'm sick of hearing about trying to get Lindor. Get Lindor. Yeah. He's a nice player. He's a good great player. But we would have to give up too much other stuff to get him. And is he a game changer? I don't know that he entirely is. And and if you're giving up a bunch of stuff. To get them, then, you you know, you're giving up other key pieces that you might need. So where is the sense behind that? Isn't it better to try to keep the the key pieces and try to build when you have an adequate shortstop and and, and these players, these type of players, and and really don't need to uh, move in this direction? I think fans sometimes they they want everything and I understand that. But sometimes you have to be a little sensible too. And you have to think that uh we 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 don't need a shortstop and we really don't need to be loading up and, and losing key players. Uh just to bring in a a, a name guy like this uh would he help the team? sure he would help the team. I mean you'd be stupid to say he wouldn't help the team, but I believe what this team really needs at this point is catching and they need uh pitching. Let's be honest. We, we really don't have a lot of pitching on this staff now. And uh, look, let's, you know. Do you want JT Real Muto? Everybody wants JT Real Muto. Um, but the stories come out and said that he's not. He would like to stay in Philadelphia and not really play in New York. He doesn't really want to come to New York. Um, that's a big thing right there. He's he's telling you he's not really interested in coming here. Why force somebody? Yes, he will come if, if they have the most money out there offered to him. But why why do it? Why pay him uh, that kind of money if he's gonna be uh so-so is he gonna be really happy here i don't think he will be i don't not buy with the reports that everybody has said so uh, you know these are all things you have to consider when you're when you're uh running a business of this nature Running a ball club. Does the guy want to play here? You know, you're going to spend... I don't know. What do you want? $200 million or something? And is he going to be happy or not? Who knows? Um, let's have to sign on Marcus Stroman. Whether they want to try to sign him. I... Personally... I would stay away from Marcus Stroman. Not a big Marcus Stroman fan was not big on the trade when they brought him here. Still not big on it. Um And then when he pulled the uh, uh the the uh, you know, the covert drop out or whatever you want to call it and pulled out of the season, that was it for me. Uh, you tell him bye bye, and uh, that's it. Not 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 the kind of guy I want around the house, the, the clubhouse. So, um, you know, I wouldn't sign Stroman either. I think I would go after Bauer or make an offer with Bauer if he wants to come here. If not, well, that's fine too. But uh, that would be more of my choice, trying to get uh, Bauer in here than uh, some of these other guys that they're talking about. Uh, And there were some other, and don't forget, Scrappy Sandy's back. So what does Scrappy Sandy want to do? Scrappy could be hitting the, the scrap heap for guys. And there might be guys out there that are worth taking a chance on. On the scrap heap, we'll have to see. And the Mets did make some move this week. Uh, well, let's you know what. Let's take a break and come back after that that break and talk about that baseball and BBQ. Your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Wouldn't it be great if you could get a PhD in life through baseball? Welcome to Baseball PhD, a tour company for your brain, 30 major league teams, 100 places to see. Let's touch them all as we make the road trip of a lifetime. Check out my Twitter page at Mits Musings One. And check out a Facebook group. It's at Facebook.com slash Musings. Go check it out. And don't forget to call the hotline. It's 516-619-6341. Okay, and we're back. And, uh, you know... As of uh, yesterday, I believe it was, uh, the Mets have 14 players who are free agents. They declined the option on Wilson Ramos. They also declined club options for the 2021 season on Robertson Chirinos and Todd Frazier. No surprises there to any of that. Uh, if you are, then uh, surprised at that, but... Uh, you know Ramos had a $10 million option, and they'll have to pay him a $1.5 million buyout, but that's uh, that would be worth it. It was a terrible, uh, terrible season for Ramos. Yes, I know it was a partial season and all of that, but uh, time to cut ties with him. We've got a young prospect two, three years away. We've got to fill in with somebody until that perhaps uh, McCann from the White Sox would be a good choice we'll have to see how that rolls uh, as we get into the uh the uh, the off season the um let's see so who are all the mets that they you know that are going to become free agents and are there, is any worth keeping well you got Yener No. no Jarrett Hughes, Jed Lowry, no. Jake Marisnick, no. Eduardo Nunes, no. Rick Porcello, Erasmo Ramirez, Rene Rivera, Marcus Stroman, Michael Walker, and Justin Wilson all officially became free agents Wednesday morning. Uh, Of that whole crew, I would say perhaps Wilson might be the only one. Maybe Hughes take a look at him. Uh, Wilson might be the only one I'd really consider bringing back though and um, you know I don't think they're they're talking about Ramirez or Nunez because in other news the Mets have claimed infield Robel Garcia off of waivers from Cincinnati and Ryan Cordell has been designated for assignment so uh, it doesn't seem like they're going to keep any of the uh out uh infielders I should say, uh just looking to see now if anything is broke in the last while we're recording this show, because things you know, things happen fast, so uh beep 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 let's see And, you know, keep in mind that if uh, you guys got any news or anything you'd like to talk about, uh, you know, the numbers are out there. You can give us a, a call at 619 That's 516. That's the Google Voice number if you got a question or some sort of comment uh, that you'd like uh, to talk about, or any uh, suggestions you might have for the Mets, and give us a call. Uh, let's see. Well, you know, um, nothing really happened with the Mets. Trevor Bauer says he could play in Japan. Okay. They do pay a lot of money, so who knows? Um Um. Let's see. Well, here's something. Top prospects: Francisco Alvarez, Matt Allen, Pete Crow, Armstrong, and yeah, number one pick, uh, Brett Batty, J.T. Again, Ronnie Mauricio, Josh Wolf, and Mark Vientos are among 60 Mets players who are currently participating in the team's instructional league in Port St. Lucie. Alvarez, a catcher, is viewed as the Mets' top prospect per. Baseball America. Uh, so, you know, that's good news because these guys lost. Most of them lost the whole season in my minor league ball. Pete Crote- oh, Armstrong uh, was the pick and probably would have came to Brooklyn and pay, played in the Penn League New York Penn League and played that short season, so he really didn't lose much time, but a lot of these other guys, uh, yes they played in Brooklyn, some of them in that whatever they were calling it, the extended roster, you know the extra overlay, whatever Uh, but it's not the same (coughs) excuse me as being in game play and so Now they they get a chance to uh, have a little bit of a taste of that. And hopefully some of them will go to uh, also to winter ball and play in winter ball. And look, we don't even know about next season yet. We don't know what next season's going to look like. We don't know if there's going to be a spring training in February. We don't know if there's going to be a baseball season starting in late March or April and play 162 games. Everything is up in the air and nothing's going to happen now. I don't think on, you know, I I, I think the whole country is, is on hold, um, due to to the election and, and a lot of things are going to break after the election when we find out what happens there, but um, we're gonna have winter meetings in the MLB and general manager meetings, which should be in a couple of weeks, I think. Uh, and and they will be, uh, apparently, they all will be virtual, so that'll be a different twist. It'll be interesting how uh, it gets covered. Um, because there's no hotels and everybody doesn't get that. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but uh, that that sort of thing is gonna be gone. But the uh, I'm sure they'll discuss a lot of this this these things, but we we don't know at this point. And it's a little it's a you know it, it's tough when you're doing a show like this because you. You don't even know what to talk about for next year. Uh, we're going to go on the premise that there's going to be a season, and and the ownership has to go on that premise as well because they have to be prepared in case something happens, and and that's why it's imperative that that Cohen gets approved by the owners and by uh, the city so we can move into these winter meetings and and be able to sign free agents or to make trades. Wouldn't it be a shame if everything was delayed and the Mets were held back by one force or another and couldn't make any deals for next year? The only thing we really know about next year is it looks like the DH is off the table, thank God, for uh, next season. It will not take place, but... That's the only thing we know, and I believe. Again, I believe that because of this pandemic, if you will, um, everything is up in the air. Everything is still crazy, and uh, but I believe that a lot of it will die down after the election. So. Uh, we'll have to wait for that. That's coming up in five days. So uh, get out and vote. And uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. Really have nothing nothing new on the wire. Uh, I think we're all up to date. Tony Larusa was named as the uh, uh, manager of the Chicago White Sox today. 76 years old. Okay, Chicago. It's up to you. So uh, that's news. Uh, Brad Hand was released due to money situations uh, by the uh, by the uh, Cleveland Indians left-handed relief pitcher. Uh, Mets might be interested in picking him up. That might be a good pitch. Uh, to make for him, he's been one of the most dominant relievers in baseball since 2016, posting a 2.70 ERA and a 1.06 whip while striking out 12.2 batters per nine innings and saving 104 games in 320 innings pitch. So maybe the Mets ought to look in him. Brad Hand uh, from the Cleveland Indians. And, as I said, uh, that's it. Nothing else to report. I want to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, wherever you listen to the podcast or watch the uh, show. Uh, Hit that subscribe button because that will keep you informed of when there's an episode with this crazy world we live in now. And, you know, lack of uh, news coming out, or there may be a glut of news that comes out regarding the Mets. Uh, you want to know when a show is coming out, so hit the subscribe button. You'll be informed. Uh, do it on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, wherever, whatever you way you get the uh, podcast, how you listen to it, Castbox. Uh, there's a number of other stations that we're on. Um, just just subscribe, so you're always aware when a show comes out. Same thing on YouTube. If you watch the video of the show, and yes, there is a video of the show. So uh, go check that out as well. Uh, hit that subscribe button to help me grow the show and expand to new listeners and hit that bell as well so you always know when a new version of Mets Musings come out. And until the next time we get together, remember, keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. And I'll see you next time on another edition of Mets Musings.